0: Welcome to the Fluent English Pro Podcast, the ultimate resource for professionals looking to improve their English skills. If you have an intermediate to advanced level of English and you want to improve or experience a lack of time and practice opportunities, we're here to help. Every week, you'll have a new episode that addresses your specific English language needs providing tips and insights to help you excel in business meetings, negotiate contracts, deliver impactful presentations, or engage in casual conversations with international colleagues. Don't let the lack of time and practice hold you back. Tune in and unlock your full potential as a fluent English speaker.
1: Hello there. My name is David Perez and today I'm with my awesome co host, Paula Alistisabal. Paula, how are you doing?
2: Hi, fine. Thank you. And you, how, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. A little bit hot. Yes. It's been a hot day here today. So we are, uh, let's say that we are enjoying the heat. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not quite enjoying it, but yeah, we, we cannot help it. We cannot help it. So today we're going to be covering a very interesting topic that is going to be very useful for you to have. Conversations, spontaneous conversations in everyday situations. And that is talking about current events and talking about news. Yes, think that's stuff that's going on.
2: Okay. So, you that you have the experience about this topic, right? Tell me, what do you need to be aware of when? You are being in a conversation about a new topic that you don't know the vocabulary. When you hear like news or, or in that moment that you're talking with a friend yeah. and like you need to give your opinion, but you don't know much about the topic. What do yeah.
1: you do? Okay. So there are, there are different aspects here. The first is when you are learning a second language, in particularly when you're le- learning English as a second language, it is important for you to expand your knowledge. Yes, not just learn a language, but also expand your knowledge in terms of politics, in terms of news, in terms of geography. So you have to be informed. It is going to be very important that you constantly check the news and try to understand what's going on in English speaking countries. That will help you understand what's going on and also their culture as well. So you're going to need that background. If you haven't gone through that process yet, the first thing you can always do is to... Uh, use the knowledge you already have about the the subject matter. So, for example, if they're going to be talking about a particular event at a university in, in the United States, so you can try to remember what your experiences have been at your university or what you have heard or what you have seen about universities in the United States.
2: Okay, and and what happened with the vocabulary? because yeah, not having vocabulary is trouble. Yes,
1: there are always uh ways for you to express what you want to say with different words. okay. So if you don't know a particular term, you can describe. explain or describe to your interlocutor what you're trying to talk about, or you can ask your interlocutor and you can ask the other person what you are trying to to say, yes. okay. Uh, so you can hey, um come up like hey I'm trying to think about this place where you go to do this and that so the other person can help you with that. Okay. That's one thing you can do. And the other thing is even though you do not know particular words the whole context is going to give you the meaning of those words. Unconsciously you are going to understand what's going on. You're going to understand the ideas. You're going to understand the message. Even though you don't happen to understand one or two words. Okay. If you didn't know them before, you are going to learn what they are in the process. So uh it's it's important to have in mind that learning a language in this case learning English is not just about having the previous knowledge before you have the conversation. Is that you can also learn while you're having the conversation. Of course. You you learn in the process of communicating with other people.
2: Practice and it's important. Yes. Okay, now, so you said that it's important to, to know about the news, yes? Yep. To, but what happened, like uh, walking in the street and you want to have a casual conversation with a friend, right? Yep. You haven't read the news and you are aware, right, to have this conversation. Why it's important to like to get into even if you don't know the conversation or even if, if you don't know the um, the vocabulary?
1: Well, uh, the first element I already mentioned, uh, you have to be aware of what's going on in the world because English is an international language and and it's important for you to understand other cultures and what people think and what's happening at the moment. So that's one one thing. The other aspect of it is by engaging in conversations you are not prepared to have, you're going to develop the skill to have spontaneous conversations. And this is a situation That sadly often happens at English courses in academies is that the whole, like the whole of the interactions that happen there are kind of made in a laboratory, you know, like people already know what they're going to talk about, what verb tenses they are going to use, what expressions they have to use, because you just practice that in the book. However, when you do that in an everyday setting, you just, I don't know, you just uh, run into a person, you start a conversation, you're not prepared for that conversation, and it needs to flow spontaneously, and it is a skill that you need to develop. You cannot always be prepared. There are going to be many, many cases where you just have to go with the flow.
2: Okay. And where can I find this kind of conversation? Like, uh, for example, just with a friend or, or where?
1: Well, um, there, are, there are multiple places. Um, I think one of them is clubs, book clubs. I mean, not nightclubs. Yeah, I'm not telling you to okay. go get drunk or to go dancing. Unless, like, if you like it, <laughs> that's, that's good, good for okay, you. Uh, yeah, well, it's not my type of thing. But some people have, have fun and, and have the opportunity to practice English by going to a nightclub. That's a great place to have like a a very spontaneous interaction. So that is one option. The other option is like uh, clubs, uh, maybe a book club or a sports club or any other type of club where you have the opportunity to speak uh, with people who speak English. That's going to be very, very important. And also language exchange events. Uh, If you live... In a medium-sized city, or if you live in a large city, it is very likely that there is there is a, a language exchange event going on.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, either because uh, somebody organized it, or because a university or an institute organized it, it is very likely that you're gonna have that that space.
2: But those yep. events are like on- online events.
1: You can have those online those events online, but I will recommend to have or to attend. On-site events, okay, like by you physically being there, you can not just perceive the language, but also the gestures and the expressions, and those are important because they those also communicate things. Okay, yeah. Like if you just listen to to something via headphones, you're just gonna get the message, but but like understanding how people communicate non-verbally is also very important.
2: Okay, I have I have a question here. Yep. When you read and you don't know. Like in a specific vocabulary, it's okay to use a translator.
1: Oh my god. So you're reading the news, you don't know a word. It is okay as as long as you make sure that the translation connects to, to the context. This is why I say it's very important to know the culture. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes a translation can be misinterpreted, or sometimes there is no translation. Yes. Just give me, let me give you an example. Uh, There is is an expression in English that is called affirmative action. Affirmative action. You can translate that and it's still not going to make sense. Yes? However, if you know that affirmative action is a type of politics that uh, universities in the uh, United States apply in order to uh, kind of like adjust their admission process to mm-hmm. include more people that belong to minorities. That's a different thing. Okay. Yes. So, but for you to understand what affirmative action th- it means, if you translate it, it's still not going to mean anything. But however, if you do understand the whole context, it's going to be a totally different thing because you're going <laughs> to be understanding a whole cultural aspect of course. related to that little expression.
2: So don't trust the translator.
1: Uh, Like a translator <laughs> will just give you a word, right? Okay. It will just give you a word but it will not give you like the whole context, context political, right. cultural, historical context behind it.
2: Okay. So do you have some tips that you want to give?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there are so many things you can do uh, t- today. So so easy to get access to what's going on. Uh, the first will be read the news. Read the news in English. And I am not speaking about local news. You should read news about things or events going on in the united states uh in Canada in the u k in Australia, so you get to understand the global context and it's very important to go beyond the news because sometimes news are like can be biased, yes, there can be misinformation or they can be like different interpretations of one event, but it's important that you Take this case, for example, going back to the affirmative action, which is something that is uh, being like a hot topic right now. That is a hot topic right now. If you go like, research what the origin of affirmative action is, what the discussions, what the um, controversy around affirmative action is, you're going to have a broader view and a better understanding of like, the whole thing. So uh, read the news. I think that's, that's going to be very, very important. Not so much. Probably do not watch news programs like video or tv because um it's like they they are very sensationalist they they try like to address your emotions so they don't care so much about like informing what's going on but rather you know like getting up getting you on on, on one side of a polarized situation reading is going to be easier for you and it's going to be a better also for learning vocabulary.
2: Okay. And, and do you think that reading like like out loud can help? Like you read, but not, not in your mind and you read it speaking because sometimes, okay, you read the, the, the news and you have that in your mind, you have the vocabulary, but you don't know how to express that.
1: It can help because you will associate the sound with the concept. So it's going to be easier for you when you listen to it. You already know how to pronounce it. Okay. So it's going to be easier for you to just remember what it means or to repeat or say the word again. Okay. So it, it is a good strategy. I would, I would recommend uh, to use, if, like for that particular exercise, short pieces of news or maybe one or two paragraphs. Not to go like with a very long text because it's, very, uh, it's going to be very tiring for your voice and your mind. So just keep it short. One two paragraphs are gonna be a good exercise.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: All right, <laughs> all right. It was a nice short conversation. So I hope this was useful for you. Uh, if you want to start checking the news, there are some websites we can recommend. I think uh, the BBC is a good website that you can use as a resource for news and information. And uh, for the United States, oh, for the United States is complicated. Why? Because the news. Uh, channels—they are very polarized.
2: Yes. So if you have (laughs) if you
1: have Fox News, it it is on one end of the political spectrum. But if you have CNN, it's on like on a in a different point. Yes. So you can have one event that can feel like two different events because it's reported very differently but by-
2: but that's interesting yeah. the exercise yeah, yeah, yeah. is interesting yeah.
1: so if you're going to if you're going to go like to to the to these uh american news outlets just make sure you are observing observing both sides of the story not just one side of the story because american news it, it, like they are tremendously polarized okay. so, and biased, so yeah, just be aware of that.
2: Important. Okay.
1: All right, Paula. So that that's all for today. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode. And for those listening, remember to follow us on social at Fluent English Pro, and see you in the next episode. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Fluent English Pro podcast. Your ultimate resource to enhance your English skills. Subscribe to our podcast to access new episodes and take your English skills to the next level. Feel free to contact us with any questions, suggestions, or specific topics you would like us to cover. Reach out at info at fluentenglishpro.com and visit fluentenglishpro.com for more resources. Until next time.